0: This coffee I have is really bitter. You know what would oh. be good with that? Uh. Butter <laughs> <laughs> okay, or cream okay. cheese. So wait, we were talking <laughs> before we started recording about how some people out there put butter in their coffee. What the fuck, yeah. guys? Who 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 are, who are you Do- people?
1: <laughs> I will I will devil's advocate just as far as. It's specifically unsalted butter. Oh my However, God, I have tried Jimmy, it, and I were, don't like it.
0: You, okay, there we go. At least you didn't devil's <laughs> no, no, advocate I, into devil's advocating for the butter and the coffee.
1: Right. I'll just play devil's advocate for one second and then say it's bad. Don't try it.
0: Okay, okay cool. Well, <laughs> at that point, you're like playing normal person advocate after pretending that you're playing devil's advocate, which means that you're just like sending us for a wild ride. Speaking okay. of being Sometimes on wild rides. Sometimes we play rides, video games. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, welcome
1: to the welcome to the TOVG podcast. We, um,
0: we're Jimmy and Matt and George. We yes. we, we don't get a guest this week because well I don't know I like texted Gerard but I feel like I uh might have gave him too short of a notice. But oh, four <laughs> honors,
1: four honors happening right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him tweeting <laughs> about that. Yeah, he's probably he's probably neck deep in in Viking blood right now. So I will. I want to uh, play for honor
0: probably get a review code for that I'm feeling I should
1: probably email people that's yeah. like that's like my personal running joke with myself is saying I should email people for codes and then not
0: doing that Ubisoft's been really really generous though to YouTubers usually mm. they're, they're not doing the Bethesda thing of, of not giving people reviews you know like as exhibit A apparently they uh have Gerard out at an event for it or is he doing it yeah. at home uh, I don't know well well <laughs> I checked out the system requirements. They're fine. You need like a uh around a 950 to be hitting their recommended mark if I remember correctly for 1080p wow. 60fps. So, yeah, chances That's are really you got low. a computer that can uh play something like I don't know, Minecraft, you might be able to play for honor.
2: M- Actually, may- maybe. Is that the segue that that I'm liar. smelling?
0: <laughs> yeah, we got Minecraft stories for you guys this week. Everyone loves Minecraft. Kids love Minecraft. Parents that's love Minecraft. That's subtle segue. <laughs> Look. Pets and, and love I'm gonna, Minecraft.
1: I'm going to cut off the people who are like, Minecraft. Ooh, that game's dumb. Right now. By, by saying it's not. It's, ac- it's a very good game. Yes, it's extremely ridiculously popular. But. There's a reason why man, Minecraft is just a treat. Yeah, because I fall out of I fall out of love with Minecraft after playing for a couple months or or so, and then I wait like a year and a half, and I come back, and it's like a whole different game. There's like a million new
0: things, and you get sucked in so hard every time. So hard, it just like it just wraps its lips around you and sucks.
1: Yeah. You know, I was gonna, I was just going to say maybe inappropriate, but I, I was actually checking... Are you okay? Uh, Coffee? Uh,
2: he tried the oil. He tried the butter there.
0: Okay, I'm back. So, You're back. Uh, sorry, continue. <laughs>
1: Alright, so anyway, <laughs> uh, I was going to say maybe inappropriate joke, but I checked our analytics uh, last week on the podcast. Turns out our audience is mostly above the age of 30. Wow! Whoa.
0: Wait, yeah. do you believe that? I mean, I don't yeah. know, like, whenever you're, like, on a certain website and ask you for your age, I just go ahead and scroll to, like, one on the top and...
1: Well, no, no, no. Not, not, it's not just, like, you know, 114-year-old people. I'm saying, like, our <laughs> biggest demographic is between 25 to 35, I think. That's so what I'm talking about. Is that
0: coming from the so surveys we had them fill out a few months ago?
1: I have no idea, but, I mean, Cause those, I always those... assumed that most of our audience was... Uh, it's like late teens early 20s cuz mm-hmm. that seems to be the demographic on no, youtube we're not at the least cluster oh, <laughs>
0: yeah. oh, oh
1: we don't oh. talk about the cluster cast.
0: yeah, yeah. Um,
1: there's been like right a few it.
0: requests i don't know it's it's been a while since Gee, the last one who have those requests been from i can't can't possibly Call wonder on on fake twitter accounts i'm going to check this twitter account and see if this guy like really likes little shop of horrors <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway and, uh, shout outs to all of the uh refined distinguished adults
0: that listen to our podcast we appreciate you yeah
1: okay if even this though guy, we just
0: kind of spout bullshit all the time if this and- guy mentions flintstones on the sega master system that's how you know <laughs> but anyway back to minecraft
1: uh what did you play me? <coughs> yeah, and in
2: Minecraft. Did did you did you get well, sucked in? do um, you I'm use mods,
1: a... graphic mods? Crazy no, no. I, I'm actually PC alive. No, I'm actually pretty big fan of of vanilla Minecraft, <gasps> like unmodded. Um, yeah, I mean, well, which is weird. I know a lot of people like the game because it's incredibly moddable, but I like working with the stuff that they give me. And so, me and my friends started a realm, which is free for the first month. So we're still on that first month. Um, oh, Windows yeah, 10 one. Uh, you don't have to be Windows 10 to use it. It's really confusing. I remember we had like oh, some issues with this when it started. Re- but, like, I don't know. It's
2: different on the Windows 10 version that there's realms that you have to like pay for in order to play with your friends. It's really yeah, it's, messed up. Like really I mean, scummy.
1: You're playing you a regular one for a, then. You'd have right? to pay for a dedicated server... Anyway, if you wanted to play Minecraft Ooh. in a way other than like, well, I'm online and hosting like let's play, but like if you want a server that's just up all the time, Realms is like relatively cheap for just like a place that you could do that. I mean, mm-hmm. for a um few also months, first
0: month is free. I had a Minecraft server running on my laptop in my living room it- and it that was very some laggy. Of us don't some not have laggy. Computers. it was a bit
2: laggy. It's a, it's a bit laggy.
0: If you got an old laptop you're not using, just 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 turn it into a Minecraft server. Make sure it's hardwired, and you're good. If you don't mind the lag, we've it's, done that several times before. Realms is a little bit better because it's
1: on it's on nobody's server. It's on it's Mo, like Mojang's server. So
2: it's like saying, I, "Oh, I I I could get a monitor, but I want to get a big flat screen TV with all the input lag forever." See, that's, I think, that's the difference there.
0: I think, like, the only difference between me and Jimmy is that I I want to not spend as much money in life as possible while also making as much money as possible.
1: <laughs> I, what? <laughs> again, allow me to reiterate that the first month of Realm is free. Her account, that's how they get you. No, it's really not cuz you could no, just theoretically no, download the map, download the map, give the map file to your friend who can start a free realm and upload the map to that realm, which J- is a thing you could do. J- Jimmy just let let him let him just let I'm em. not going to let George do anything that. I'm not going to let him take control. But anyway, we've been playing on a realm having a good time. Uh Enchanting is really cool now. Uh like, they made, they balanced it a lot. It's really interesting. There's shields, which are fucking overpowered. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, shields essentially trivialize creepers. The meta has like, changed. Completely.
1: Also, they're child um, zombies
0: now, and they, they they were a mistake. They
1: fuck shit up. Those things are so scary.
0: They're worse than creepers. Like, yeah. I, I was having a harder time dealing with them than any other enemy.
1: I'm trying to think of anything yeah, that else that's, like, new. Um... Oh well, this is not a new thing. I do this in every long-term Minecraft project that we do, but a great way to get lots of food and also lots of experience is by making a chicken coop and constantly feeding the chickens seeds from your wheat farm. Oh, they multiply so, like nuts. And the problem <laughs> with that is that they're loud. And so there's all if you and like if you louder. have it anywhere near your house, you hear all the, the like t- of all their feats and the like <laughs> bar, 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 of all them all day so i always make mine like 20 blocks underground in a square stone chamber wow um yeah mine, mine i'm like fucking tyson meat farms over here <laughs> with just like a box of chickens nice. that are completely like inhumanely stored uh to the point where they cover the entire floor of the room Taco and Bell. don't move mm-hmm. and i just want you guys to know that i i created the chicken singularity because when you pull seeds out they all rush towards you and when you have about 300 chicken entities in a 5 by 5 room rushing towards a single spot and they're spawning more entities in between them uh, I actually fed the chickens I was just mashing click to feed all the chickens they spawned so many on top of the same spot that it jettisoned me away from the spot (laughs) and proceeded to kill 50 of the chickens at the same time in an explosion. Wow. I literally made, like, a black hole of chickens. And I'm very proud of that.
0: That's disgusting and amazing and improbable, and I love it. Did you eat it?
1: Absolutely. I I fucking went upstairs, cooked that shit, turned the feathers into into arrows. Yeah, it's just efficient. Waste not. Matt Use visual. every Waste part not. of the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> every single drop. Like I thought it actually dropped me into single digit frames per second during that.
0: I thought it was like funny enough when, when on my server we had the chicken coop get so populated with chickens that whenever they would, you would feed them and they would lay eggs and make new chickens. The new chickens would climb on top of the older ones. <laughs> To escape. Like...
1: <laughs> like the World War Z movie, but with chickens instead. Is that what happens in World War Z? In the movie, the zombies, like, like army ant style pile up in front of this huge wall and make, like, a, a self ladder <laughs> that goes over it. Really I, yeah, just, like,
0: imagine dumb. that, but with, like, little baby chickens being the supporting blocks <laughs> for older chickens to climb on top of them and, and hop out of the little fencing... It was <sighs> it was a good time, man. Minecraft is neat. And yeah, less. so that's
1: my that's my Minecraft experience. What what is? I see you guys have a shared experience on this on this document. What's yeah? Uh,
2: the, George came over for some uh, some 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 yeah, some video VR research.
0: It, it was mm. it was a very important research study I was conducting with a uh, oh yeah. audience size of of mm-hmm. one being me. So hopefully by the time this goes up, a video of mine will go up that will outline a really stupid and dumb and failed uh, uh, theory I had that uh, one's ear hygiene relates to their susceptibility to VR motion (laughs) sickness. (laughs) <laughs> uh, because... What? Well, well, well. Y- the sensitivity of your inner ear is oftentimes correlated with users who are sensitive to motion sickness because it's the organs inside of your inner ear that are, like, the first synapses in your body that tell your brain, uh, how you're moving your body. So when hmm. your eyes are getting mixed signals that your ears aren't getting, it, uh, causes disorientation, and your brain is like, Oh, oh God, I don't know what to do. Time to vomit. And, um... When I was at MagFest, I was playing PR games and, and strangely immune to all the sickness everyone was getting. But uh, I I decided when I would get home after this ear cleaning incident involving the Q-tip smooshing things too deep and too greedily mm. that I would try to play again at Matt's house with fresh clean ears for the first <laughs> time in my real life. Which I still stand by my like original argument that, that cleaning your ears is not that good of a habit to be in. Like, like earwax... Prevents infection. Earwax is like gross and sticky, but it's one of those things of nature that's like a self-cleaning mechanism. It it drains old stuff out of your ear as it flakes and dries off and falls out for for, for a new batch of earwax to self-clean your ears. Anyways, um, yeah. If, right I, if I could up. just, yeah. If,
1: if I could just, as an aside, real quick, for the record, I don't really clean my ears because I give a shit about earwax. Uh, I only use Q-tips to get water out of my ears after the shower or to scratch an itch inside my ear canal. You're oh, yes.
0: really not supposed to put things inside your ear canal and like, right, be careful, it you might touch your brain. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay, you, okay. Speaking of which,
1: <laughs> viewer or listeners, you wouldn't know this, but the, the four of us, yeah, me, including Matt, George, and Danny, were tagged in a tweet. One of our listeners sent us saying that when they were younger, they were cleaning their ears with a, a Q-tip. And fell over and jammed it into their
0: brain. Uh, And had to go to the hospital, I believe. I I looked up Q-tip-related injuries, and that (laughs) happens a lot. In addition to Q-tips mechanically by design, just smushing earwax deeper inside of your ear into the part of the canal that doesn't produce new earwax, thus leaving it there forever. Which means I actually have to go to an Mm. ear doctor now. Mm. Fuck me. Um... A docked if you will. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you like smack a wall with your elbow while cleaning your ears with the Q-tips, you might smack the wall and lean into it just hard enough <laughs> to puncture your eardrum. <laughs> Punctured eardrums happen surprisingly a lot. It only takes your body a month to make a new one because it knows that <laughs> that it might get punctured by <laughs> stupid people putting things in your ear. Um, wow, yeah, it sounds it sounds awful, but basically there's like a tiny little layer of skin in there that's your eardrum. Uh behind that is your inner ear which is hollow and a lot harder to hit with a Q-tip. It's a it looks like a snail. It's a it's a series of tubes that spiral into one another that has some fluid in them. It sloshes around. You can't feel it, but your brain does, and that's what That's what uh like like tells your brain that, whoa, okay, we're flipping upside down now, get ready. Um so I was under like 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 working under an assumption that maybe having like a little little thin film of wax kind of kind of blocking stuff from the outside of your inner ear in might might be related to motion sickness. I don't think that's the case because it's the fluid inside of your head that's sloshing around that like the earwax in your ear canal would really not really inhibit that sloshing effect. So I was speaking to a source, a VR expert, who uh mm-hmm. kind of sort of shot that theory down. Uh this person, a a a creature that may or may not be a human being, um, told me that uh it's really dependent on, on things you may have done earlier in your life. Like if you've gotten used to motion sickness in boats or planes before, I don't know. I've never really ridden boats. I've ridden a lot of planes. I've like when I was a kid, I did a lot of hiking in the mountains. There's things you can do that acclimate your brain to to uh, activities that would cause motion sickness. And Matt actually is telling me that he is now pretty used to motion sickness in VR. Yeah. And has adjusted well and is able to play things he was not able to earlier. Which also uh, corroborates some conclusions I was reading in other research papers. Talking about how just a pl- plain experience with VR is a cure to VR motion sickness. Just, like, getting used to it, playing it for a while, maybe going through some bad hurdles in the beginning, but after a while, just like with uh, doing a lot of sailing or flying or or car driving in, in the mountains, you uh, can get used to VR just like other activities that cause motion sickness. Uh, because
2: I think they're separate, the, the whole motion sickness and VR, because, like, my wife doesn't get motion sickness in the car or anything. She could read a book. And, you know, I'll be driving. But I get car sickness quite a lot. A a little bit less now. But um, before I would get sick immediately. But for VR, I don't get sick for, you know, playing a game like Time Machine. But when she puts it on like she immediately gets sick like she she has to take it off and she's like yeah i, I can't do this one
0: and it's really weird mm-hmm. and i wish there was a more uh, exact measure of uh connections researchers have have been able to find that would really be able to help people better prepare and better learn how to adjust to VR. because i get horrible motion sickness in cars if i'm trying to read or sometimes even looking at my cell phone screen if the car's going up a mountain i just I have to look at the ground outside, otherwise I'll get sick. It's horrible. And that's something I've never really outgrown, whereas VR is something I was able to hop into pretty quickly, fairly well, unless it's fucking Minecraft.
1: (laughs) And now we get back to Minecraft. So what happened?
0: I tried out Minecraft on Matt's Oculus Rift and I very nearly puked into his salad bowl lying on the desk. I asked yes. Matt for a puke bucket and, and I didn't know what he brought up because I was blinded by the Oculus. But when it came time, I was just like, oh, oh God, puke bucket. I like snatched off the headset and grabbed whatever he was holding. And it was like a wooden <laughs> patched up salad bowl. i Was was there salad in it? There was not salad in it. Okay. And he told me that they don't usually eat from it. But I think at that point, even if I really was going to puke, and thankfully I didn't, I would not puke in a food dish that's just that's that matt i don't understand
2: i would have threw it i would have threw it away like first of all i you were like okay go get a puke bucket and i was like I right, run downstairs i grab whatever is clean and i run back upstairs clean. to make sure that you don't puke on my floor
0: <laughs> you want to grab something that's like something that you don't mind throwing away afterwards because once you puke in something it's garbage can- forever I I, I, can, I can buy another bowl. There's plenty of bowls yeah, out there. Yeah, because that one's going to be garbage forever. I,
1: <laughs> well, you see, Matt, the difference between you and George <laughs> is that George <laughs> wants to spend the least amount of money and make the most amount of money as possible. So
0: I puke into places that would be free to replace. Oh, like plastic bags. Such as the garbage or the ground or, yeah, mm-hmm. plastic bags. I... <laughs>
1: that, I, I don't
0: know. Like, yeah, like whenever I, I need to puke leaking. in my room, I just go for the trash can. And, and so when I was, like, closing my eyes and picturing puke bucket, I was imagining, like, some filthy dirt encrusted like home depot four gallon (laughs) sorry Uh, none of that existed with your bucket of cement in my house like like you got you got you go down to the crawl space you get (laughs) a paint bucket like sling that out wash it out a bit bring it upstairs that's something that that i'm okay with puking in like even if i needed to puke i will find an inexpensive container just out of courtesy Mm mm-hmm Anyways, Minecraft. Uh, yeah, Matt. Show
1: yourself some goddamn courtesy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Excuse Don't me. Let your guests puke into your expensive dinnerware. I'll bring up the china next time. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yes, like, Minecraft. Th- if anything, that would probably like repress the urge to puke. It would probably cure nausea, knowing that my only option would be something. Something nice to puke into. Anyways.
1: What, what a theory. Like, if you need to puke with a VR headset on, rip the headset off and put it directly in front of your face, like a, facing a you, and you'll be like, Ah, oh, shit, this thing's too expensive yeah. to puke on.
0: Yeah. Like, maybe have, like, a nice arrangement of sushi and caviar on the on the platter, too, for good measure, to make sure you really don't want to mess it up. <laughs> anyway, uh, so... did you play minecraft
1: or did you just get sick very i played
0: minecraft for 20 minutes and got gradually more sick until i couldn't handle it anymore and had to lie down on the floor (laughs) yeah (laughs) wonderful there were two things that like really accelerated the discomfort and that was the sprint function and uh Hmm. being inside my house at night waiting for the monsters to despawn like sprinting across the ground and looking around the, the the way the your acceleration winds up in Minecraft when you press the sprint button is really oh god sorry I'm thinking about it
1: it's really mm. not good yeah mm. I I'm imagining that they it still does the same sort of like uh like I, I don't know what that would be considered but the the sort of like zoom no like the field of view zoom when no. you when you sprint in no in VR no. in VR they turn okay. that off. Well, okay, so he can, that he can he
0: can look around why he's sprinting as well, and that really mm-hmm. really made things rough and uh like thinking back on it, the games I was playing at Magfest that were making everyone sick, but not me were very, very slow survival horror games. I've never played a first mm-hmm. person game in v r where you can sprint as fast as you can in Minecraft. And uh yeah. that, that like really ruins the whole experience. Cause that means that I wasn't doing a like fair, even test with clean ears versus dirty ears on the same kind of game. Because uh your walking speed in RE7 is really, really slow. You're in a dark house, cramped all the time. In Minecraft, you can sprint across uh zigzaggy, spiky mountain hills that it's don't look or feel the same at all. There's also uh a very unnatural disorienting feeling to the sprint. It's it's always kind of disorienting turning my head and not moving in the direction that I'm pressing the stick, which is something that took me a while to understand and onwards as well. I got to try it onwards. I think it's neat. Mm-hmm. It's really complicated, which is also yeah. kind of why I like VR. Like it feels like uh playing janky ass polygonal or survival horror games from the nineties where pointing your gun and shooting is an elaborate new routine you have to learn with every new game. Mm. i you actually have to hold
2: it up to your face like it's not Mm -hmm. just some you know easy arcade game it's a military
0: simulation i mean on one game the shoot button might be a different trigger than the other game uh, even unloading is different in in all the guns mm, yeah you have to pull the bolt after you reload and onwards uh you oh, have to cool. manually eject a clip. You reach down to your waist to pull a new magazine out and slap it into the controller in front of you. Uh, one thing that I thought was neat was uh, pulling the controllers down to account for recoil. Recoil feels surprisingly natural in these VR games. It You, you can't make the controllers in your hand recoil. You, you can make them like just vibrate a bit, but that's not the same. So uh, just having the guns jerk out of view in-game is kind of enough impetus for you to want to pull your arm down in real life to compensate for it. And they implement a little bit of a delay that uh, allows the user to compensate for recoil by pulling down their controllers as they're firing, and it feels really good! Hmm, that is cool. It works really well. It's so complicated, though. There's so much to learn, but uh, having... A game where the moves your character is doing correlate with the moves your body is doing in real life. Just open up so many more opportunities for basic input and navigation and play styles that I have really done a 180 on my stance on these like, quote unquote, turret games, as I was calling them earlier. Uh, Mm. Once you're in there, it seems like there's so much to do just in the one little uh, room that your character is standing around that I don't mind not being able to walk around as much it looks lame in an, <clears throat> when you're seeing videos of it in trailers but when you're in there playing the game itself there's game a lot what game could to you do. possibly be talking about george uh i could be talking about super hot mm. I, I, I could be talking about serious sam vr and and uh, uh what's and the, no, that, no, no. that steampunk wild west shooter that, that oh, okay. You wanted me to play, but, yeah, but let's
2: let, let's let's hear about super hot though. Let's, let's hear about that.
0: Super neato. <laughs> uh They give you some good space to to move around in there, some good cover you can play with and duck your heads behind. And and if in action, it feels like the tiny little minutiae movements you do in the game. I didn't even really miss being able to walk around to the other side of the room when when it came down to having to make the tiniest little movements possible to conserve as much time and space as possible i i mean it it gets to a point where you can just kind of wave your hand in the air to make time progress forward while keeping the rest of your body still to lure enemies closer to you because it's really like them that needs to be running across the room towards you rather than you running across the room towards them right which which is a tactic you do in the regular version game of super hot so it felt really really natural translating that into v r and also uh the the uh hand controllers give them a lot of new toys to play with you can you can punch people now you can stab them with knives and and they shatter and you can catch bullets with your hand and throw <laughs> them back <laughs> well you like, can 't
2: throw them back. you can just you can just block it with your hand
0: oh gosh that 's so wacky. You can block bullets with any item that you 're grabbing, which means you can hold an object in one hand and kind of use it as an impromptu riot shield while using the other hand to shoot yeah that 's really neat so so
2: um you know to remind the listeners this is this is what I was gushing about weeks ago. And uh, George cut me off. So imagine um, that. Uh, imagine that. Uh, so so, George, uh, w- what do you think about my statement? Uh, it's is is super hot VR, really good. That it's almost better than the original.
0: Well, I I'd, I'd have to play it further. Oh no! But It's certainly a hell of a lot of fun. It's it's also, like, kind of accessible and easy to play and easy to understand, unlike Onward. And, uh, like, I, I, I wouldn't mind, like, coming back and, and giving it some more time.
2: I, I, I had to pry the controllers from his his dead body. His sweaty, sweaty was dead body. I polite
0: about it. Also, I was really sweaty. <laughs> you were
2: like, all right. For, I had to convince him to play it when he came in because he's like, I have to do work. And then yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll do one, one sick. area. And then he does one area. He's like, "Um, I'll do one more. I'll do one more. <laughs> and I was like, all right, all right, all right. So let, let's go to the VR. Uh, you're going to really hate me. Can, can I play one more? <laughs> 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 all right just to give you the real what was actually going on here because i got this on tape here Also, he, he was extremely excited uh just like I, I it, just a, like my friend's fun. reaction to it it's it, it's it's yeah it's it's fun it's good stuff Also,
0: that game has the best way to back out to the main menu from a level ever and that is <laughs> shooting yourself in the face <laughs> And like emptying out the whole clip. Yeah, you can't just shoot yourself in the face once. The equivalent of the back button when you load into a level of super hot and want to get back to the title screen from the, I think the level select menu, is to pick a gun up from a table they put in the level select room and shoot yourself in the face with it like six times. It's it's cute. It's super cute. Cute. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- there
2: you go. Yeah. Super hot. Uh, and yeah. and no one wants to hear about Project Cars and how boring it
0: was, right? Project Cars is kind of boring. I, I mean, I'm I guess good. if you really like cars, you might like Project Cars, but
1: I mean, I have not known what Project Cars is for all this time. But the name was very boring, so I just assumed that it was a boring yeah. game about cars. You, you and I'm glad that I, I hit the
0: mark on that one. I mean, it's like a Forza Project Gotham, just like very straight lace, no no attitude, no fun allowed, racing game.
1: Yeah. You know, it was a fucking great racing game that needs a uh, that needs to come back. F Zero, uh, Midnight Club. I mean, F Zero, granted, yeah. but
0: Midnight Club. Yeah, you guys, ever play playing Midnight Club. Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah. We got to make Midnight racing Club games fun again.
1: Yeah, Midnight Club Three was when they really like the went music. all in on the. F- yeah, the music was great, and they really went all in on the like the like shitty James Bond maneuvers, <laughs> where you can like go up on two wheels and shit, mm-hmm. and like
0: that game had an Atlanta know, it's level. Great, it's like what are the fields? <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I miss um, those
2: types of games like uh need for speed underground and, and oh, they used underground all it was like, so good this all this licensed music you know yeah like the old days yeah, with tony yeah. hawk and everything oh it's good I remember, yeah. I, nba i forgot
1: street. if it was yeah nba street was great nba street oh, 2 was my jam yeah, i think
0: uh around like the time 2010 happened, when they stopped making Midnight Clubs, stopped making NBA Street and stopped making Def Jam wrestling games, there was like kind of a death of that subgenre of like wacky sports off games that like looked like the real sport, but didn't play or sound or feel like the real sport. And I, I miss right. that.
1: Like, like, not exactly Mario Kart, but definitely not Forza. Like, yeah. somewhere in between. Oh, yeah. that's
0: also when they stopped making NFL Blitz, too. Was, right, you know, yeah. I think yeah. six, uh, NFL ago.
1: Blitz, NHL Hits, and NBA Street were all... Am I, am I right in saying that those are all by the same developer? Uh, Yeah, I think they,
0: whatever Midway became around the like turn of the mid-2000s. Yeah,
1: I really liked NHL Hits as well. That one was great, especially because... The, the real hockey announcers that they got to do the announcing, they recorded like like a hundred and fifty nicknames or something mm-hmm. that would that they can like input into each of their fucking um like things that they say like and blank is driving up the up the <laughs> middle and like stuff like that. And so they had like ridiculous nicknames. So it was very funny to hear. Um uh, so- but yeah where's where's our cool was our cool wacky customizable racing game. Knee for Speed Underground 2 was godlike.
2: Oh, so good. So the streets good. were so wet.
1: I, it, it, I, I wonder
2: <laughs>
0: if it will still do well now. I doubt it. I highly doubt yeah. it. I just wish
1: that it had a chance for us to see if it could. You know? Yeah, I really
0: wonder what this happened though, because it seems like such an easy way to just like make a quick, easy game is take a mainstream sport and make it even more fun. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and the the kind of benefit of doing something like that is, like, you still have to balance stuff, but you don't really have to balance stuff. Because, like, in those crazy games, like, one of the staple ways to play NHL hits was just checking everybody through the glass and, and injuring them. all their players. And then you just win. <laughs> like, you just check their entire team. It's not a simulator. And bleeding.
0: No. Yeah. That, that's the only difference... <laughs> It's like less obviously of a imbalanced,
1: but like that's less pressure on the developers to work on balancing and more to just make it wacky and fun.
0: So it looks like there was an NFL blitz in 2012, which sounds recent, but that was five <sighs> years ago. <laughs> uh,
1: I want to say that maybe I maybe I watched some stuff on this because I think I was interested, but I think they fucked it up. I think it wasn't like the old ones where you can like catch on fire and shit. I think it would, if I remember correctly, I think this was the one that would just had this really intricate like realistic injury thing, where when you hit people, you can try and like oh yeah. do a kind of they quick did, like, time event to like break their Mortal leg or Kombat, some shit, bone
0: breaking <laughs> X ray scenes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That
1: that was this one. I I anyway. barely
0: remember the trailers for that game too. Yeah.
1: It's because they fucked it up. They didn't. They didn't wacky it. They tried to gritty it, and you don't gritty NFL blitz it, dummies. <laughs> All right. Anyway.
0: Um. Uh. uh. Matt, Matt, have you been playing anything else
1: that uh, from
2: Making George Six Simulator? Uh, no, a, a lot of crazy, crazy stuff has been happening this week, but it's more life stuff. You know, just getting an mm. apartment. Went today to fly a drone. It fell into nice. the water in Piedmont Park. My friend took off his clothes <laughs> not, and not ran nice. into the lake in Piedmont Park really? to try to it was find like it. Forty
0: degrees out today. Yeah, yeah, he was cold. He was
2: cold. <laughs> Yeah, he went out there and oh, swam to try to go get it, couldn't find it in the water. Was it that and disgusting pond that yes, the ducks poop yes. in? Yes, oh, so many no. people were living in Georgia, you know how dirty that water it is, and it was cold as hell. Oh, it was friend. so And he didn't find the drone. Yeah, Sounds and then um, after that, the he smartest. went to... After he went to like the bathroom, or whatever we came back <laughs> around uh this uh Egyptian black man stopped us right and started telling mm-hmm. us about his uh it, it, no kidding gay story about okay. him meeting a rich white man and okay. then becoming one i I kid you not, I kid Did you not having on tape and you're probably going to get some of it
1: <laughs> it like Matt, yeah, were you?
2: It was a wild was day. An
1: ans- was an ancestor of yours hexed
2: or something? <laughs> it's a wild day. It was a wild day, and I'm glad I got it all on team. That sounds like a I really fun day, I wouldn't believe actually. it myself.
1: I, I'm just saying, like, it seems like you always have weird shit to talk about. <laughs> and I never have something that weird. Let alone two things that weird back-to-back happen in one day. I have, like, maybe, like, one or two weird stories about like uh, a homeless guy tried to talk to me about politics like six years ago in a starbucks but that's not even that weird
2: yeah he stopped us he saw me holding a camera in my hand he was like hey i want to be on camera i want to be on camera and he started making this weird noise boom 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 and my friend started clapping <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and i was like oh this is great yeah and then he started telling us his story um yeah, it was it was really weird. He was like, Oh, I speak Arabic, uh Egyptian and everything like that. He started having a conversation and by the end, uh, I guess it was a show because he asked for money.
0: <laughs> yeah. I Oh boy. The the least surprising <laughs> part of that story is the end. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh it was just the usual day, never mind. Yeah. Oh,
0: Atlanta's like full of panhandlers who we get weird with it sometimes. Oh yeah. Yeah, gotta, oh, yeah, gotta, and he
1: <laughs> left the like,
0: talking
2: with a guy too. He was like talking with a guy, but he saw us and he was, he like just ignored he the guy the and went straight.
0: Yeah, he's like, "Oh, expensive equipment." Yeah, <laughs> that means these guys got some money to throw around. Yep, yep, yep.
2: Yeah. But yeah. Well, <laughs> that's my
1: day. I guess I guess the weirdest that I have to share <laughs> the Pokemon released a new mobile game. Again.
0: Did you know? No, I so actually So I guess it. this might be... Uh, I I did not know, so I guess this might be coming from one of their... Uh, like, not Nintendo in-house productions, but one of the Pokemon company's subsidiary studios.
1: Uh, I would assume so based off of the art style of any of the characters in the game, because they look very, like, typical, like, somewhat in the near future... School kids aesthetic, like which is like a lot of animes, um, and it's kind of poorly drawn. But the in-game modeling of of it is really good for the game. It's like a board game with like little amiibo like figure figures as your things. Yeah, I'm looking at as as your like pieces. It's called Pokemon Duel. As your things. Um, it's free to play, and there are microtransactions and like time gated stuff. Oh yeah, but. I'm finding after playing for two days, I already have the makings of like a decent deck of of pieces. Because you only have to use six pieces per game. And uh then you have like a little thing of cards which are like support abilities. But basically the gist of it is there's like the board is like a square, and then there's a smaller square inside of it, and there's they're like the outer one is five spaces by five spaces, and the inner one is three by three. And then the corners of each square connect and then there's another like middle slanted uh, like crossover between the two squares. And your pieces have different move like move lengths and you basically just take turns trying to reach the middle square or the middle space on the opponent's side. Uh, and you, if you put a piece on it, then you win. Um, and it's like meant to be faster paced because like there's like an infinite number of turns that you could do. Or it's like three hundred, but like you'd have to be going for a long time to do three hundred turns. But also, there's a, a basically a timer for how long you could take your turn, and it's like a five minute overall timer. And every time you're it's your turn, it ticks down a little bit more. So if you use five minutes of time total, thinking between all your turns, you just lose based on time. Are you? So it's meant to keep the game under ten minutes. Are you
0: playing against humans or AI?
1: Uh, there's both. There's a like a story mode like a quest mode um where you go through this really you know cheesy storyline of it's the pokemon uh, figure dual game world championships on this island with a million skyscrapers on it and you Mm -hmm. have to fight your way up the to the taller skyscrapers and if you win you get the skyscraper it's really weird but uh Basically, just a bunch of battles in a row. And I guess there's some like story points with characters you meet in there. Um, but there's also online matchmaking and you can play against friends in like rooms. Um, definitely pay to win elements because if you just get better, like there are pieces that are just objectively better than other ones. It's like, God, this game's complicated now that I'm actually talking out loud what it is. So. Every piece is a Pokemon, and they have like a wheel of attacks. It's like a pie chart. And so there's like one of the attacks will just be miss. So they miss the attack. One of them will be, oh, it's, you know, it's tackle and it does 20 damage. And that will be labeled as white, and miss will be red. And like, so there's this rock, paper, scissors of like higher powered attacks beat other attacks, yellow attacks beat purple attacks, purple attacks beat everything else. Except for blue. Blue blocks everything. And there's like status effects and all kinds of shit. When you play it in action, it makes a lot more sense than just like hearing about it. But basically every time you battle two pieces between each other, it just spins the wheel on either side based on like for what attack you get. So it's like kind of an RNG risk uh, mitigation game where it's like, well... I have like a ninety percent chance that this will work if I try and attack this guy. Or you can go for the gambit of like, if I get the just the perfect roll on this, then I'll I'll beat this piece and that will put me ahead to like get to their side. So and,
0: how does the uh free to play scheme work here?
1: So basically, um when winning online duels, uh you get boxes that are like timed open boxes. And basically, the higher level the box... It's always randomized what box you get. And the higher, like, tier the box is... So, it goes, like, white, blue, yellow, purple, and then, like, a rainbow one. Uh, The higher tier the box that you get, the longer it's going to take to open. But you could spend gems to open it immediately. Um, And, you know, it's purely based on the amount of time that's left is the amount of gems that it will cost. Uh, And those have, like, a decent amount of things in them. Like, the boxes will have, like two or three figures, a few cards to use, and some materials that you can use to level up or upgrade your things. Uh, Or you can just buy booster boxes in the shop itself with gems. But they give out gems pretty liberally. You get a daily login bonus that's like, I think it's like 65 in total from all the different sources that give to you. Mm -hmm. And the booster boxes are like 50 each. You only get one figure in them and it's randomized. But like. I haven't spent any money on it to open anything faster. I've just been spending the gems I get to get like the the booster packs so in the shop. I'm wondering. And I've gotten some good stuff. If
0: the 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 further high up the tower you go, and the more they increase the difficulty, if the value of of the resources that you're waiting out is going to be so high that they're gonna gonna try to wall you into paying eventually.
1: Well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you're really into the single player thing, they do have one of those energy timers where you can only play so much in a certain span. And then it's like your the battery on your thing is low or whatever. And I think oh you could God. spend gems to recharge that. Honestly, though, I say this with the caveat that I haven't run into any walls that have been like, well, can't play. The only thing has been like they had to do maintenance yesterday and like the day before they did the maintenance loading times were kind of crazy and just getting into the game and getting it to work was a little annoying. Like it can lag on menus at times, but like my only real issues are technical. It's, it's a weird game where it's a lot of balance, like juggling balancing numbers and stuff. But the actual like little board game part of it is really fun. I'm finding like it's become my new, like pastime game just like, like, oh, I got 10 minutes, I'll play a quick round of I've been, been having Pokemon some doom. really
0: positive experiences with Free2Play myself because I've been getting into Let It Die on the PS4, mm. which, for those who don't know, is a Souls clone with Suda51's, like, punk-rocky kind of style. Uh, and I would actually recommend picking it up and getting into it, but with the expectation that you're not going to want to end up beating this thing. Because what they do is uh, have the game progress and scale upwards in difficulty and stakes at a very fair and reasonable place until around hour 10, at which point you're suddenly up against enemies who very easily one-shot you. The free-to-play microtransactions they're selling are revive tokens that just revive you consequence-free on the spot with enemies being unaware and facing away from you when you do the revive. And... Mm -hmm. uh, what what ends up happening is, is this combat system that seems really fair and balanced, that works in totally real time, totally based on the player's skill, uh, just starts dealing out a lot more damage from enemies instead of from the player around hmm. the levels that you should be reaching 10 hours in. Up until then, it's a pretty good grand old time, but at one point for anyone who starts it up it's it's around floor 16 going on 17 of this tower that you're climbing that's when that's when i finally put it down but at that point i was satisfied enough to be enjoying this like wacky cute uh uh, stylistic thing for 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 as long as it was given me for free that's
2: usually how it goes because they start you off and they get you into it and then be, they want you to want to finish it and then that's when they get All you right. to spend money. Um, it, it I think it happened with uh, the other game, which which was also Pokemon. Uh, you hit that wall where you're kind of constantly grinding.
1: Ah, uh, shuffle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Hit that wall. Yeah, I heard
1: that at a certain point yeah. it gets so difficult that, like, you, ha- you have to either grind for days to beat one level, like massing, what is it, enough, like, Pokeballs to allow you a chance or something, mm-hmm. or just, like, pay out for yeah. it. Yeah,
0: like, like, it has to do with scaling, and, and let it die, they have enemy damage output, scale nice and smooth up until a sudden spike, and I mm-hmm. I remember in Pokemon Go, it was how fast your Pokemon leveled up. Uh, I, I think, like, right around the time your Pokemon hit level 60, it would be impossible to be uh, really getting more points until you start paying money. But but there always seems to be like some point there, like surprisingly deep into these things that the uh, progression curve turns into a mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I will let you know if I hit that wall in Duel. I haven't played that much. Um, but I mean, long... Long story short, some of the most powerful pieces in the game, like the EX pieces, which are just like super strong legendaries or fully evolved Pokemon and stuff. Most of that, like I've gotten three already and I've ob- only opened two of the like packs of boxes that are like the ch- the cheapest gem to box ratio. It's like you buy the most amount of boxes with gems. It's like 300 gems for six boxes or something, which is like cheaper than the other options uh, comparatively. but I already have three EX things and like, I feel like I have a decent deck. I just need to get better at playing. Um, But yeah, I'll let you know if I hit a wall where it seems like they're funneling me into into buying things for real. Yeah,
0: and and like try to have a ballpark estimate for hours, because the thing that was most surprising about Let It Die was that that length of time was like a good 10 hours, which is a lot longer than I was expecting uh but anyways uh speaking of things lasting longer than expecting we oh yeah since, we've since all three of us played games this week we we talked for a good uh <laughs> 50 minutes about video games which is good uh we'll scroll through some news pretty quickly which is also good because you know we didn't have suddenly everyone knows what the nintendo switch is happened this week yeah uh yeah. but there's still some cool things going on i'm uh interested to see how how our conversation about the just announced Apocalypse Now game goes. So, so stay tuned for that. The oh my God! This coffee is terrible. Ah! 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 Oh So okay, what I did was I I put instant coffee crystals in a cold brewer, oh. and the resulting beverage is like the most. It's somehow both bitter and sour at the same time, and every single sip, like I mean, at least it gets the job done. Every single sip wakes me up because it like makes my face go into an involuntary shock of spasms. <laughs> That's
1: gross. Yeah. The only time I ever used instant coffee crystals was for a joke at my <laughs> brother's <laughs> wedding shower. Because um, they had brewed coffee in pots on the table and also instant coffee crystals. So I was like, can it be done? Has science gone too far? And I poured a packet of instant coffee crystals that made for a single cup into a single cup of already brewed coffee the results was horrifying yummy
0: god yeah yeah no kids uh don't i mean i guess you're allowed to clean your ears with q-tips just don't go too deep with it also use remember that most of our audience is in their 30s or later so if you if you're in the habit of putting q-tips in your ear canals stop that Also, when you make instant coffee with crystals, follow the directions exactly. Otherwise, you end up with, like, disgusting garbage juice. Hashtag TOVG advice. (laughs) It's so bad. Uh, Uh, There is no way to segue. Yes, Matt. Sorry, I don't want to cut you no,
2: off no, anymore. I want to be a good person. No, no, no. Anyways, now that you gave me the time, now I have to use it. No, I had this horrible image of you taking a, a big garbage bag full of garbage and squeezing oh. it out like a rag and oh. having the juice come out into a cup. Uh, but there, uh. <laughs> there you go. Um, speaking of garbage. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Matt. <laughs> That's the second okay, day in a um, row I, like, almost puked because of hang you. Hang on.
1: I, do I have to edit that? Do I have to cut that out or, like, censor that? I know people can get really uncomfortable at, like, legitimate sounds, oh. and I think that was not fake. No, it
0: wasn't. I, did you hear him? Did you okay, hear what he said? Uh, <laughs>
1: Noting to <laughs> listeners, what what was missing from your side of the story is George actually retching. Um, so, so... You're welcome.
0: Because, yeah, like... Jesus Christ, let's talk about make... video
1: game news. Okay. Yeah, it, it used to be a running bit on <laughs> Kevin and Bean, which is a, a K-Rock mm. a radio show in L.A. where they had, like, these pre- these pre-recorded clips of, like, like the worst, most egregious, like, <laughs> vomiting sounds. And they w- it was a running joke that every, like, fake caller in that they would do would end with some sort of vomiting bit, and they would get literally, like, hate mail and angry calls like, I'm in my car to work, and you practically made me puke just now. <laughs> and they did it more, because they're asses. So I guess
0: gad reflex noises are kind of like the less pleasant version of yawning. <laughs> uh, yawning, they're really contagious, Except instead yeah, of just yeah. like having people do a cute little yawn, they they have people start like stretching <laughs> muscles in their throat. You're not supposed to be stretching,
1: right? It's 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 like a scale. At one side is yawn.
0: Uh, at the other side is vom. God, Matt's picture though was rancid. <laughs> it was the most putrid thing I've ever pictured in my mind. It was very oh. like like Nickelodeon esque, <laughs> yeah, like a yeah, like Ren and Stimpy like a, a, bit. Ed, 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 oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, would they? Anyway. Anyway, there's no way we can segue from this into The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild will be the last Nintendo game published on the Wii U.
1: I was actually gonna say, there is a way we can segue. Speaking of of garbage juice, let's talk about video game news.
0: Whoa.
1: Got him. Oh. Take that whole industry. I just don't even want to
0: think about garbage juice. I might gag again. All right, well,
1: let's let's talk about Legend of Zelda: The Breath of the Wild being the last Nintendo game on the Wii U. Then, so
0: I don't know. Like this doesn't really come as a big surprise to me, but it always makes me sad to hear about how how quickly the Wii U died off. Died. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah.
1: I. It f- almost feels like with this. With this, like, revelation, because it was, it was always supposed to be Zelda Wii U. I mean, at least to us, it was always supposed to be. Uh, with this, like, news, it kind of sounds like, like, yes, we're going to continue with the plans to make it on the Wii U. Like, yeah. it seems like there's some, like, lonely dev team out there that's just kind of grinding away at, like, like the thing that they promised was going to get done so they like I guess they have to also
0: according to twitter of- rumors uh after last week's podcast some fans are telling me I haven't like looked it up and verified but they're telling me that the Wii U version of Breath of the Wild won't really be using the gamepad a whole lot what right.
1: <sighs> actually i mean it did use it on the the
0: demo yeah there were gadgets that looked like gamepads in the game footage yeah what do you mean mean? for for aiming
1: Mm. well you could use it for aiming the bow if i remember correctly or like aiming your throne thing again if i remember this correctly this is already last e3 and e3 is pretty much a clusterfuck every time you're there uh so only my immediate thoughts after on the next podcast are probably indicative of of what the real experience was but i remember using it to aim a bomb that i threw yeah and I believe I used the gamepad to select the bomb from a list of 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 cheek pad powers good. or whatever it's called. The gamepad is, is
0: a super good alternative version to having an inventory screen.
1: Right, which is why uh, Wind Waker on Wii U is, like, really fucking good. The Wii U uh, ports
0: of most games, I feel, are the best versions of them. Because no matter how shitty the graphics and frame rate get, you have, like, extra mechanics thanks to the gamepad yeah i mean it's one of the reasons why uh link between
1: worlds was so so silky smooth with the uh, switching items and like, stuff like, is because you had that whole bottom screen to just swap to a item list even having a just... mini map on there is is great yeah right but yeah i mean i so i i cannot confirm nor deny the rumors that you're hearing though i think that the gamepad will play a, at least a s- decent sized role i think i just in
0: Remember a cut in one of the uh, original Breath of the Wild trailers that showed a gadget Link was using that looked like it was being controlled by someone drawing on a screen. It was like a mm. uh, like a spinning top that was just moving in a way that looks erratic unless the player was scribbling on a line on a, on a touch screen. Yeah,
1: weird. Yeah. I guess we'll find out uh, in about a month.
0: Oh man, that's fast. Five weeks from now. Geez, I got to prepare. Near, near Auto Tomato is coming out in about a month. Zelda's coming out in about a month. <laughs> There's like games coming out this uh, year that I'm kind of looking yeah. forward to. So that didn't happen last year. So 2017 is beginning on a pretty solid note for me.
1: Uh, Real quick, before we move on from Breath of the Wild, is it slated for uh same-day launch as the Switch yeah. version? Yeah. Yeah. From okay, so it's going to be
0: out on March 3rd. With on the Wii U as well? Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to super duper do some speed Googling to confirm. Yep, March 3rd, 2017, according to okay. Wikipedia. <laughs> Alright, I'm
1: going to go through my friends and find a Nintendo contact and be like, Yo, throw that shit at me um, on the Wii U. Um, Even if it runs like shit, which it probably will. But that's fine.
0: 720p30. 30, 900p30 30 on the Switch. Oh dear. Um... It's fine, though. It looks good. Yeah. It looks fine. Nintendo games always look good,
2: regardless. So, I'm okay with direction.
1: Speaking of Nintendo games looking good, this is like a a weird aside. Sorry, but uh, did you guys ever... It's like a kind of obscure thing, unless you are into the Pokemon YouTubing scene, but did you hear about uh, how people were like breaking some lines, or like changing some lines in the code in... uh, um, Pokemon sun and moon that like uncapped the, uh, the downscaling for the models to make the game run better. Hmm. Wow. I forgot. I forgot what it was or I, I, excuse me out there. It like, excuse my ignorance. If you do know exactly how this is done and if that's not what it is at all, but I was, uh, what I know is that the models of the Pokemon themselves, like in battle, um, are made at like a decent scale that actually looks really good. And people were finding ways to uncap the limiter or something to that effect that made it run on the, on the 3 dss resolution. Um, it's like for basically just to use it for better looking capture, uh, footage for their, you know, um, are you sure you whatever, weren't looking at let's plays and emulator stuff
0: footage? Cause I think there's a 3ds emulator out that looks pretty good <laughs> yeah. when you upscale the games.
1: Um, from what I remember hearing about this, I don't believe it was an emulator or if it was, I don't think it was upscaling
0: as much as not downscaling. I'm, I'm seeing one here that turns off the cell shading outline around the models.
1: It basically, the models are, I forget. I wish I had a a source or it could tell you exactly a video to look at, but I basically watched some people do a Pokemon battle in like 1080 60 and it was fucking gorgeous looking i mean not 1080 60 because the the screen is not 16 by 9 but you know what i mean like large i watched it in large scale and it looked good
0: yeah i i see you might have been looking at an emulator or you might have been looking at a patch that i'm seeing footage of right now that says in the youtube description no emulator that yeah, just uh, kind of alters too. the cell shading shaders around mm-hmm. models
1: that might that it might be it. I, good. like i said either way like i said i i don't know the exact so if i completely was off the mark with how they do it then i apologize but uh yeah as far as i remember it was being told to me as like yeah it's just using the assets that are already there um but switching a few settings to make it like look as good as it can which is kind of cool yeah
0: i really like the look of kind of low poly simple texture games in in high resolutions a lot of oh yeah, late, that's why I loved. Uh, that's
1: why I love The Witness so much.
0: A lot of late gen PS2 games look amazing when you blow them up in into 1080p. It's like Silent Hill Three yeah. is looks like it could be released today. It, it came mm-hmm. out in 2003. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> 14 years ago.
0: <clears throat> speaking of of uh, classics being redefined for new formats this is really weird there's there's an apocalypse now official licensed approved by francis ford capella game being uh pitched out on kickstarter they Mm -hmm. want i believe one million dollars although i'm gonna bring up the page real quick yeah they want nine hundred thousand dollars right now they have eighty thousand of it Ooh, that's that's quite a ways to go
1: well also twenty eight days to go, and the the trend is that Kickstarters pick up and gain what is it like at least thirty percent of their goal in the last five days I think is the is something around the metric that's typically seen,
0: yeah, but I would hope that they would have like at least one tenth of that by by the end of the first initial media push but i I saw the video for it and read the description of it, and I'm actually really okay. With uh with what they're pitching here. They they are having it uh being made under under the watchful eye of of Francis Ford Capella himself, who in the video talks about how how he likes video games. They are making a RPG stealth game with survival horror elements where you're not supposed to just like in the grand vision for apocalypse now and the heart of darkness, it was based off of not really supposed to be a war hero so much as introspectively exploring the horrors of war itself. They have the, uh, one of the lead writers behind fallout, new Vegas is, is on there along with another, um, kind of, kind of churn through the industry guy who, who wrote battlefield hardline and gears of war judgment. But the, the, the two of them are executive producers And and, I mean, at least one of them had a lot to do with Fallout New Vegas, which which might be a pretty good example to follow for a Apocalypse Now game. And uh, also they're specifying that they do want to be making this outside of the traditional video game industry, which also makes a whole lot of sense to me. They have really good Mm -hmm. looking renders at the very end of the trailer. Also, as you scroll down the Kickstarter page, it's almost hard to tell if some of the stuff they're showing are photographs or game renders and uh, it it seems believe it or not like like their heart is in the right place for for turning this like really artsy borderline hollywood blockbuster borderline art house niche movie into a, a game that faithfully captures what the point of the movie was i mean that's what i can imagine right now i guess the worst case scenario is that the developers miss that mark but it sounds like they're going after the right kind of of ethos and messages that that this adaptation should be aiming for. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at the work in progress prototype video and like Ooh, yeah, that's this new. This looks this I mean, I'm assuming that this is game engine footage. Yeah, it's like a couple of these shots are very like deceivingly almost movie stuff and it does get into more gameplay stuff that like is
0: more obvious but really high quality graphics yeah this look i mean it looks pretty pretty cool yeah Mm -hmm. uh you can't really see how it plays from these uh right work in progress video but at least you got like proof that they've made good renders (laughs) yeah Yeah. you you do there's a brief first person shooter
1: moment in there where it's like behind a what it looks like a mounted lmg or Uh, something like that but yeah, it's really brief. It doesn't. It almost doesn't look like actual gameplay, right. as opposed to like just a render of what gameplay would look like. So
0: I don't know. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. I think this is something to keep your eyes on. I mean, best case scenario, it's it's Spec Ops but better. Worst case scenario <laughs> is that they make kind of a boring, plotting stealth <laughs> okay. FPS yeah either way though i mean i'm i'm interested i'm really interested in, in what they're cooking up with uh with trying to adopt this property and video gamify it because i feel like now people know how how not to do that and, and mm. how to avoid the pitfalls of like making minority report into a, <laughs> into a third person beat them up hack and slash
1: oh i forgot about that
0: it had good uh ragdoll physics though
1: you know what that is like that is a selling point for me. If you got some good ragdolls in there, <laughs> at least I can have a laugh, you know. At the very least.
0: The to be fair, like the as mediocre of a game as the Minority Report PS2 game was, it was really technically impressive for the time. Throwing <laughs> ragdolls through shattering glass that like hits the ground and splashes was 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 very impressive at the time. Yeah. Uh Following that thread of uh new Kickstarter projects being announced, Pillars of Eternity 2 is official. It's it's out in the wild. They uh Oh I don't know, it's it's not but it's not on Kickstarter. It's on Fig. It's which, on which is, fig. which is fine, I guess. I mean other fig. I don't know if it's fine. Fig. Am I
1: the only one still confused by Fig and how it's like the most conflict of interest y like crowdfunding, it's thing. basically
0: Kickstarter, except if you invest thousands upon thousands of dollars in the project, usually that's the th- the threshold they put. You get equity in the project and are supposed to be able to make back on your investment as if you were a traditional investor. So it's like Kickstarter, right. but for rich people. And if not, you can still like toss them thirty dollars, get a copy of the game at the end, like like usual with Kickstarter.
1: Yeah, I think I. The conflict of interest thing was just because of whatever the fuck it was called, Psychonauts Two.
0: Yeah, which I I don't know. I I can't really bring myself to look forward to a another double fine project. But I mean, Pillars of Eternity was was one of my favorite games of 2015.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I guess I'm okay with the platform if it's not the guy who owns the platform funding his project on his own platform because that that was the part that rubbed me the wrong way. I guess. I guess other pl- projects on here are fine. Um, and Pillars of Eternity did really good the first time, didn't it? Yeah, they're already the halfway yeah, to their goal this
0: time. You know, compare that to Apocalypse Now. They're they're less than one-tenth of the way to their goal. Yeah. Pillars of Eternity <laughs> like, was literally announced today in their... Yeah, their they're at $600,000. They, they want a million and 100,000 and literally when I was looking at it right now, they just uh, went up one more percentage point.
1: Yeah. Um, I, to be fair though, to pillars of eternity, um, not only was the original Kickstarter, you know, a a smash success, uh, for deliver, for basically pledging to deliver on a game genre that was very much underutilized these days. Uh, but also, they delivered on it, and people liked yeah. that game, and so they have a lot of basis for those, whereas this uh, Apocalypse Now Kickstarter is more of this like weird, like I'm sure many people are not sure what to think about it kind of entity. I mean, so. it's, it's
0: more of a risk, but that's why we have crowdfunding, right? Right. You know, I think my favorite thing about Pillars of Eternity was the backgrounds, which is so weird. Like, you were saying it's the style of game that's underutilized. Like, how long has it been since... We've had isometric pre-rendered backgrounds and when you pre-render an isometric background with today's graphics technology the result is just yeah, whoa. And, yeah and I'm I, looking
1: at screenshots from 2 right now they look really look good pretty
0: cool yeah. Yeah. I'm Unless looking at it's it's
1: combat though
2: is is that what happened in the first one too where like monsters can like pick you up and slam you down and stuff
0: kind of, they, they had some cute little unique animations every now and then you could turn your uh uh Warlocks into bears and have a whole entire party of bears.
3: <laughs> you
0: could charm bears in the wild and transform humans into bears, and and have a have a have a bear adventure.
1: I just watched a cool <laughs> wizard shoot a lightning bolt. That uh, I'm assuming it was chain lightning. It zigzagged. And that was cool.
0: Yeah, pillars was of eternity, stone really Good. I thought it was a very elegant, uh, uh, satisfying. Flexible RPG system. There's there's some users on on the RPG Codex who I'm sure would disagree, but but that game hit all the right notes for me. It's not necessarily as fun to like specifically talk about the features of this game because it sounds a lot more like the first. Uh, it mm-hmm. seems like they are going for a higher level quality of, of fidelity from the little bits of uh, screenshots, beautiful gifs on the uh, gifs, whatever you want to call them, on the Kickstarter page. It looks mm-hmm. good. It looks like like just more of the same, but but slightly better so yay
1: yeah this this looks cool
0: uh shortly later that same day which was today square enix announced a partnership (laughs) with marvel to make something with the avengers Um, um not much more information outside of their initial tweet because this story did literally start breaking about an hour or two ago yeah but uh they just tweeted, big news, Square Enix and Marvel are announcing a multi-game partnership leading with the Avengers Project. So nice. I expect to uh, have some, some record-smashing blockbuster sales out of A
1: very boring whatever. game that doesn't do I, much I, I would, with the IP. Doesn't I
0: would a love a return trilogy.
2: to Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I really, really Maybe.
1: love the first one multiplayer I feel like that's the best format for these kind of big superhero it was combo so games good. the second one was
0: okay
2: it was i mean they added more stuff and but it was just only okay
0: oh my god so this is after i wrote the outline but they did put out a new tweet that's just stanley turning around in his office chair looking at the camera being like get ready to to assemble the avengers you true believers and that's that's it oh oh no they have a uh, 50 second teaser on uh, on YouTube that's a real nothing trailer of of something I don't know it looks like it might be the iron glove and a, and a puddle of water in the rain all oh, the emotions they're really David caging me I don't care
1: I want you sure guys to pause the did, podcast though. right now go find this tweet on Stanley's. uh <laughs> account on twitter it's at the real stanley and um george's impression of stanley is quite convincing true mm-hmm. believers i like yeah I was, I'm, I'm impressed george does a good one
0: uh that's that's something from colin believe it or not that's his answering machine uh because <laughs> my sense of humor is 100 percent unoriginal but what, what is stanley talking about when he says true believers like are there people who like don't believe his... in stanley or something like, are there That's Stanley his denialists
1: fan base names? True believers,
0: isn't what, it? What do they? I what do they believe so. in? That like requires some kind of challenge of faith to be able to believe in it. Like like comics and Marvel, Marvel franchises are know a huge business.
1: Anything about comics? You neither. Nothing. Oh, I no. don't know anything.
0: Jimmy, Why is Matt? Is Matt a dorky comic book nerd? Jimmy, well, get okay. some
2: comics, Jimmy. It's good. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm.
1: I. Would be interested in giving comic books a chance, not necessarily superheroes, but I, comic books. I, There's I'm a lot cool of with. comic
2: books that are not superheroes that are really. I know. Good. I know.
1: Um, Why the last man?
2: That's pretty. Nice.
1: The last party that I was at with like YouTube people at it. Uh You guys might know Jared Rosen, yep. from Hot Pepper Gaming and stuff. He and two other people proceeded to explain to me uh for about an hour a semblance of the universe of doctor strange and also how many thors exist and that that there's like a there's like a frog thor um and then there's like a a dude with a horse head from space
0: that's the only other person in the universe that can wield thor's hammer this reminds me of something really stupid i saw on a reddit comment thread and there's a guy called like like evan wizard
1: or something and i was like sounds like the shitty youtuber name like what's up guys evan wizard here but anyway i didn't i i didn't know what to
0: yeah uh spoiler alert Mm -hmm. if if uh you really care about what happens in some modern iteration of batman comics apparently do either of you guys care about what happens in modern iterations of batman comics no. Apparently, oh, oh, oh. there are three jokers who who all like copycat each other's criminal mastermind plots.
1: Well, that doesn't make sense because standard decks of cards only have two jokers in them.
0: Uh, Batman oh, learned sorry. about this sorry. from an all-knowing chair, oh. a, a, a supercomputer found inside of a chair, uh, revealed to him the 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 truth that there were actually three jokers running around the city causing trouble and the reason he knew this is because batman quizzed the chair on the identity of his parents killer who apparently batman always knew and just uh just just kept in the back of his mind the whole time which which i guess makes sense a chair Knowing that there are actually three people pretending to be the crazy supervillain, though, who throughout, like, I don't know, 50 years of, of of American history, as an American iconic conflict between between Batman and the Joker, was apparently three people. What's the deal with that?
1: You know what I have to say to that, George? But, that you don't have well, time to I get mean, into comics? It, this, that that doesn't really sit well with
0: me. Oh. oh. Sorry, sorry, uh, uh, Bruce but Wayne. It doesn't really sit well with me. Sorry, well. Elias Tufexis, starring as J.C. Denton or or Adam Jensen. Well, Sorry, there, excuse me. There's
2: there's other there's other comics like like uh Saga. It has really good art. Anybody? I don't know to,
1: I'm stressed for <laughs> deadlines. I, I, as I, it just, just, I can't get into comics. I, I was just the, ripping on Danger the, the hilarity nice of
0: superhero universes. Okay.
1: If you like that stuff, that's okay. Because a lot of the stuff I like is dumb. Uh, so I,
0: the reason why it's news on here, though, even though two-thirds of this podcast's hosts aren't comic book fans, is because this is going to make Square Enix a lot of money, I'm sure. (laughs) Uh, The thing that I'm thinking
1: is, is is this the obvious head nod that Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to have Marvel stuff in it? Ooh now oh, no now seeing like a close-up
0: of a japanese anime villain with the subtitle at the bottom of the screenshot being like yes this is all going according to plan with captain america fooled into betraying goofy and donald duck
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, the universe singularity
0: in. will be all mine <laughs> oh no you're,
1: you're i'm sure you're referring to that tweet where there's it's like a wizard <laughs> what a guy, sentence. Right? <laughs> Yeah, what a sentence! It's like a wizard guy and He's like the the rescue rangers are currently analyzing the data that <laughs> yeah. Donald brought back from fucking. I and don't it's know like where. some
0: Sephiroth looking like like sword barbed, like, whose hair is like oh, a giant boy. barbed wire bush. Who's yeah? Who's um, clearly up to no good because he's
1: perhaps he's, uh, manipulating the perhaps, rescue rangers. <laughs> Perhaps... I feel the, like Danny
2: now. The, as, as you guys just riff on Doom.
0: <laughs> Chip and Dale are currently analyzing data that Ansem the Wise provided to Riku.
1: Yeah. Ansem the Wise. Chip and Dale. Data. Um, may, perhaps the Marvel Universe is just the thing convoluted enough to push Kingdom Hearts so far into the realm of convolution that it comes back out the other
0: side into
1: normality. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like,
0: that is 2016 in a nutshell.
1: Like, <laughs> like, we started at the bottom of the of the map, of the we. mini-map of convolution, <laughs> and Kingdom Hearts ended up dead in the middle after the last whatever game that they put out, and Marvel would just... Speed boost it all the way to the top and just be like and come back out right at the start and Star it would just make perfect Wars. sense. An- Ansem
2: the Wise. Oh,
1: fuck shit.
2: The, the reason why <laughs> they call him Ansem the Wise is that there's two of them.
0: There's two ansoms okay? Is, is there what? Ansem the Dumb and Ansem Wait. the Wise?
2: Well, it, it, what about Gandalf the Grey and Gandalf the White? All right, you guys like That's
3: just same a person. person right?
0: Same yeah. person. Oh yeah, my he, god, all, this all is he did title. was was turn in a new D- quest to his all boss was and got a die. promotion. Okay. You know it's, what? it's real simple. He, like, he, mul- he
1: multiclassed.
0: Yeah. Okay. Leveled up. He was
1: a wizard and he hit level 14 He he multiclassed Paladin.
0: Oh. And, and oh. he did that with the XP drop from the Balrog. Right. Okay.
1: I mean, Lord of the Rings isn't complicated saying, until you read is- the
0: Silmarillion. Oh.
1: I'm just saying, is the other oh. Ansem also the same Ansem just at a different point in his life? Is he Ansem
0: the the white? (laughs) No.
1: (laughs) Ansem Ansem, the wise and Ansem the really wise?
2: Um, No, no, no. It's a different Ansem entirely who is
1: actually the Ansem the Republican and the heartless. Jesus
2: Ansem the wise. uh,
1: Okay, well see, that that makes sense to me because I know the Kingdom Hearts thing has the everybody has the heartless heartless version. version and all that. Yeah. It's like the upside down Phantom kind of deal, you know?
0: Libertarian. I'm
1: sorry if you like Kingdom Hearts, Matt. It's no, just. It's, no, it's, it's fine. It's, it's one of those fine. I've, I've that gone I never... through my whole
2: childhood getting bashed for uh, Kingdom Hearts. I still like it, um, even though it's ridiculous. Sora! You know, all I could go back is seeing yeah. that parking lot scene, and it makes me
0: makes Oh, me yeah. The sword fight in the parking <laughs> yeah. lot with the piles of gonna... snow shoved to the side of it. I love that. Asphalt. <laughs> where <laughs> the kid is like i don't need friends i have my sword blade <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: have at she you. belongs to the dark now yeah Sora or oh, whatever. Dark. Yeah. oh i'm sorry it's been a thing Life that i have big. long not been able to understand kingdom hearts is the thing that i've long just it I, it just goes over my head every time so i have a lot of friends who like it so i usually keep Keep my mouth shut about it, but... (laughs) No, I mean... (laughs) I take a swing every now and
2: then. It doesn't... It really... I mean, it... Someone else liking something shouldn't determine you liking something. What? No. No, I'm just weird.
1: I I try not to to weigh on my friends, (laughs) because I know I'll get... it'll It'll be like when I start bashing Sonic the Hedgehog, and everybody's like... Hey, fuck you, man! And I'm like, this is too many people. Sonic's my job. I'm gonna just back out of this.
0: It's it's been like statistically <laughs> proven. Demographics who like Fallout Three better than New Vegas reached uh, lower levels of education, have lower uh, family incomes. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, are more are more likely to uh, engage in unprotected premarital sex. <laughs> wow, Jesus. Rates of drug use are higher among people who think Final Fantasy 7 is better than 9.
2: Wow. Uh, speaking
0: of <laughs> 7,
1: what about that Ace Combat? <laughs> hey, there we go. I was uh, just,
0: just maxing out, chilling, relaxing all cool, looking at some uh, big trailers that dropped this week. I didn't really expect to see the new Ace Combat 7 trailer. i be like, oh, but it looks really good. I really, really want to get into the series now, and this trailer has done a good job. Is it because like, of PSVR? Yeah, I mean, it has like PSVR support, but it also has really good-looking characters with a story that looks like some Metal Gear Solid wacky bullshit, which is something that I've always been told about this series that has always like made me want to get started on it and finally give these games a go. But uh, I don't know. Like when I was you a kid, I really liked Airplanes. Through, I thought they were or six, super cool. Should I say? if i start now i mean i might be able to make it by the by by release date let's see available in 2017 they don't specify a day uh yeah no i think the first few games came out on ps2 so you just like load I, up I, an emulator like see if they're available on on any of the psn stores and knock those out
2: i
3: played them I years ago and remember, I, I remember being
0: bored i think it's I around remember. number four where they are supposed <laughs> really to get like critically acclaimed super good jimmy
1: I can't remember. (laughs) Um, I don't know if it was one of these games that I played. I played a a flight game similar to this on uh, Xbox 360. Also, holy shit, that was just like a giant aircraft... aircraft that carries aircrafts that like <laughs> shot out a bunch of fucking stealth jets at yeah. the bottom of it yeah. that was neat yeah. and ridiculous neat. I'm, I'm in yeah this, Whoa, this is like an anime is really character
0: scratching my like Metal Gear Solid itch like this looks like like anime politics story
1: hey, hang on uh, hang on I need to pause it to the right time they show like 10 characters flash by in a second each okay 138 that is she looks straight out of Advent Children <laughs>
0: I, I don't know if you had the sound on, but the first line of this trailer I don't, I don't. is like a news report of of a really serious news anchor lady saying something like the nation of Eorzia has unilaterally agreed to invade the plains of Balthazar and then it cuts to like footage of prisoners at Guantanamo like like baking in the sun and it's just like okay I really I was need this. really hoping
1: I was really hoping that you were gonna say the footage starts the really serious news anchor being like <clears throat> Chip and Dale are currently <laughs> analyzing data oh, that Ansem the Wise provided to Riku. It cuts to Guantanamo Bay. <laughs>
0: yeah. I just, like, love. <laughs> I absolutely love the aesthetics they're, they're doing here. This looks like something really, really far up my alley. So, uh. Yeah,
1: that looks pretty good. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I, I'm, I'm no, like, sorry kinda... for dropping this in, dropping a trailer into the news category, but it's something I didn't see until a few hours ago when going over news stories, and, and it's something that was, like, really. I'm not oftentimes this excited about seeing a trailer, but trailer was real good. Fucking Now I'm trying to remember
1: what this flight game that I played on Xbox 360 was. It was a single four-letter word. Hawks. (sighs) Tom Calancy's Hawks. Yes! Yeah, that one
0: didn't review very well. Even though apparently they uh had enough faith in it to make a sequel. I don't know how to spell Clancy. I got oh, there. Oh, wait yeah. a second. Oh, it was
1: Hawks cuz it had an X in it. I was right. It was four letters. Oh
0: my god. Okay, so again, I hate to like turn this into a spoiler um uh uh, uh cast, but at the end of Ace Combat 5, it has a like famous moment that um got got turned into a hot and spicy internet meme. Where during the final like celebratory cutscene of of your pilot landing back at the base to a crowd of cheering onlookers, you have a QTE that has him high five someone and then the music (laughs) plays in the credits roll. (laughs) That's wonderful. I know, right? I really have wanted to get into the series for a while and like I I really have to now. Uh, What's this coming out on? Ace um, Combat Seven. I think uh, your current PS4, Xbox Plus, One, PSVR, PC. and PC. Oh, Okay, it's on PC. So
1: yeah, maybe I'll throw out a throw out a call for. I probably play that on a a Oculus.
0: <laughs> I'm wondering if they have uh, VR support for the PC version because w- Re is hacked is, that junk in. Re it. is locking its VR behind a one year exclusivity contract with PlayStation VR. I'll wait Um, looking it up now Uh, but I prefer oh I wish this was easier to google because as soon as I google like ace combat 7 pc and vr I just find a bunch of rewritten press releases saying ace combat 7 is coming out for pc and also psvr Huh. But also, uh, this has been spoken of very, very highly uh, from people at cons playing the VR demo of this game and speaking very, very highly about its its usage of, of VR. Hmm. So I'm going to
2: clarify something real quick. Okay. So just in case any uh, Kingdom Hearts guys are actually <laughs> listening, Ansem the Wise is actually not... Uh, oh, my God. Uh, he didn't actually create a Heartless. So... His students, his apprentices, Thea North was one of them, right, which is actually one of the bad guys. He has a heartless, mm-hmm. and his heartless is called Ansem, which is actually the evil guy in the first one. And, oh. uh, yeah, that's, that's yeah.
0: And also the the SIGINT intel chief involved in Operation Snake Eater was actually the original architect behind the... Uh, <laughs> Uh, organization that later became uh, artificially okay. art automated to turn into the Patriots, other, otherwise known as uh, Cypher, who mm-hmm. who uh, manipulated the presidential election of, of, of 2007 to, to get, I believe his name was George Baker elected, who was behind the uh, events of Shadow Moses. He, he uh, actually sent Ocelot in as a double agent to retrieve the, the test data for, for Metal Gear Rex. This is mm. uh, really important
1: i mean while we're mm-hmm. while we're on the topic mm-hmm. um the island of Matanui, uh home of the toa and uh Matoran, um was actually not an island the whole time and over the course of the ten year storyline you it is revealed that the island is a giant robot, and the uh island citizens are actually the inner workings uh rather the um Machines that are supposed to make the giant robot. Work. This is a lot and, more uh, important
0: than like actual real history,
1: right? And the the Bohrok invasion of uh, Bionicle uh, 2002 was actually the machine, the robot initiating a uh, like a, a virus destruction system to sort of wipe out the impurities in the programming. Um, but that was actually stopped by the Toa, who were supposed to be on the good side, but they kind of stopped the, the good side from doing its own job. And uh, kind of fucked things up for a while, but you know
0: a a uh yeah, I was actually like about to start going into the stupid lore of like real life history and then realizing that there's no way I can describe it without offending people anymore
1: yeah let's let's not go in there instead, let's end off with the final little news story that I saw on Facebook just now that uh I guess it's for a week, Legend of Zelda week's twenty seventeen sale. Nintendo's putting every Zelda game digitally that's available digitally on sale for like thirty percent off over the course of
2: only thirty. Uh, Damn it!
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean that's like ten bucks or twenty bucks off of most of them. Uh, what is? It? I can't can't read UK times. If the dates are all flopped backwards into me. All right, it's going until February
0: ninth. Oh, the uh- yes. Yeah, so- there's a Wii U version of Spirit Tracks. I haven't played that one.
1: Uh, from what I hear, don't. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't. <laughs> Man, Phantom Hourglass is when the dream died. Uh, and Minish Cap on Wii U.
1: Maybe I'll grab that and then let it fester next to Paper Mario and all the other the, virtual consoles that I've never played.
2: Yeah. Ooh, sexy. That's a good one.
1: It's a. Tr- it's a good one and I just bought it and didn't play it like a dummy. I played that on
2: emulator when I like broke my leg a long time ago.
0: It was great. Oh, oh, huh. by the way, I do, I do have a retraction to make a uh, very important uh, correction. It was actually George Sears. I was the, going uh, to say, did president. you get
1: George Baker's name wrong? I, I, I was legitimately going to ask you that. Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh. He, he was appointed president by the Patriots, but but then decided to rebel after deciding how shitty that that situation is, and he's, oh, he's of course, the final of course. loss of MGS Two. Mm. He, he was actually the good guy and manipulating you because of the S Three plan. It's, it's postmodern.
1: Mm. So, if there's any <laughs> of you out there who are still listening by this point, mm. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> we all contributed to possibly the most repulsing thing to have on a podcast, which is long, convoluted explana- explanations Garbage of juice. stories that you probably didn't consume and can't relate to. Well, maybe that George may has spoiled the entire game.
0: franchises for you.
1: Well, okay, yeah, George actually did the worst part. Um, but, the whole while that was going the on... The was a
0: robot? Come on! How- I never would have expected that.
1: Dude, if there's anybody... Who still cares about Bionicle, who hasn't read that far. Sorry. Oh, I thought you were talking about Monster Hunter. No.
0: No, Never mind, then. Anyway.
1: anyway. uh, While Chip and Dale were analyzing the data provided by Anson the Wise to Riku, uh, (laughs) while that's still going on, you can check out all of our stuff (laughs) and analyze your own data over on YouTube.com slash SunderGamer. I just put up a new video about Dungeons & Dragons... Um, which is not a video game, but I talk about video games in the video in relation to Dungeons and & Dragons, and you should go watch that, and uh, you can follow me on Twitter at SunderCR, and pretty much everything else at SunderCR. Um, yeah. And you can find Matt Visual. Oh. At
2: Matt youtube.com slash Matt Visual because I'm actually going to put out a video.
0: Oh, snap! Let me stop what I'm doing to be like, hey, what video?
2: Oh, it, it's 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 not going to be uh, no, a, here a here, review I'm here, I'm just here. yet, oh. but it, oh, it was will be the homeless be, guy
0: dancing in the park.
2: Uh, I will be including some of that. It's kind of like a kind of <laughs> co- condensed video of a lot of stuff that happened and all the cool parts and like me talking to the cop and all this type of stuff um, kind of collected uh-huh. and to a nice experience and saying, hey, I'm not dead. Um and it's it's a it's gonna turn out to be a cool video, I think. Um and it is gonna have the drone stuff in there and the homeless guy in the park. Uh, excellent. Nice but yeah. It's it's it should be a fun video. Cool. cool.
0: Uh I am trying to squeeze out a video that oh, yeah. should squeeze hopefully drop tomorrow that'll have footage of me almost puking into Matt's salad bowl.
2: Yes. Yeah. I can't wait to see what you did with the footage. <laughs>
0: it's I be, swear I should
2: go over there and edit least it for be you. Only
0: okay. Yeah, just, I wouldn't mind that. Actually, yeah,
2: yeah, I I really feel like I was like I I kind of record knowing thinking of like oh I'm gonna cut it right here and then cut it right here to make it a smooth shot, but then I I remember that I'm just giving it to you to to I leave it to your you know your own devices there and so yeah it's I should probably like go. You don't over. trust me. No, 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 nothing like that. Absolutely not. You also don't trust me to use my own camera in your house. No, because my camera is way better. But anyways, uh, where can we find you, Uh, Super
0: Bunny? YouTube.com slash BunnyHopShow. Mm -hmm. Uh, And on Twitter, be sure to uh, look at the comments of my 2016 year in review video. Don't, 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 don't do that. (laughs) Uh. Uh, that's that's all I got That's literally the only thing on my channel <laughs> The only thing It's just It's just, he deletes it's just everything a static else. image Not of the comments the video, From the his comment
1: 2016 section. video Yeah just the, just the comments Amazing uh, By the way before before we head on out You guys can probably do some googling And find this my friend just sent me a gif You guys remember the Genji and Hanzo Short from Overwatch Japanese yeah, brothers they like fight Yeah, yeah. So, someone edited... Someone made an edit. It's the part where Hanzo's talking, he's like, and you will not kill me, and he turns around and fires an arrow, and Genji just, like, idly dodges it, but they edited together a clip of Sombra, the character who can turn invisible, dashing through the level in the same, like, in the same lighting, and then when Genji dodges the arrow, it fucking hits her in the background, and she dies, and it shows a little, like, you have killed, or eliminated oh, someone it's, i thought you were about great. to
0: say that they edited the video so it uses the audio from the kingdom hearts parking lot fight jesus christ <laughs> that would be something
1: <laughs> by the way speaking of the audio i hope you all appreciated the hard work that i put into making that fucking obnoxious re like mashup last week oh, for yeah. trace adkins that's
0: right we have musical guests don't we i almost forgot
1: yeah, and the last one you gave me was ungooglable, so <laughs> yeah. I had I had to listen to that song Honky Tonk for donk. <laughs> nice. As I mashed it up with, I think, Carnival Night Zone. <laughs> Jeez. It kinda works, not gonna lie. Oh my Prepare myself. You're,
0: you're a gym That's why that's why your name's Jimmy.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. So Okay, so I'm, so, I'm going to make it easy on you and say that uh, playing us thanks. out this week will be a uh, 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 special musical guest. Um, God damn it, who sang the Thrift Shop song? Hmm? Who, who's saying the, up? the one where he's like, "I got twenty dollars." Oh, in- Macklemore! Macklemore is here, live in the studio. Macklemore. Oh, I didn't see you over there. Yeah, with well, your welcome. Haircut and, and his and your thrift store stuff. Yeah, and your the, coat. T- take yeah. away, M- Macklemore. <laughs>
2: I was in my pocket I'm looking looking for a car This is fucking
3: awesome. Moving the speed of salad. Quick is which I'll go Got ourselves a situation. Stuck in a new location
2: without any explanation. time for relaxation.
1: But shit, it was
2: 99 cents. Don't blink.
0: Yeah, we get it. <laughs> yeah, start the ah. podcast like that. Ah. <laughs> oh god, that coffee is bitter. Ooh. Oh Jesus Christ. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, I have a friend who is like, yo,
1: you want to make your coffee taste really good? Uh and his tip was you put a teaspoon of unsalted butter in it. <laughs> And apparently, that's like a thing that people do. I tried it, and goddamn, does that coffee taste like oil? That's like the most American thing (laughs) ever. It's like, like you're supposed to use like the not like fucking Lando Lakes or whatever. Like you're supposed to use like good butter that's not salty and not like shitty, but still, do not recommend personally. That sounds disgusting. It's, it's pretty gross. It, yeah. It feels fat as yeah. you're drinking it.
0: Butter is like. it. Puriful. It has such a low threshold for going from, oh, this is all right, to, oh, God, this is the worst. <laughs> like one extra little glob of butter on a piece of buttered bread can can turn it from a pleasant experience mm, into a horrible one. I don't know about one. that. I think I'll, too much butter is actually all right with a nice
2: thick piece of toast.
1: Well, the thing mm. is it, is it like, really depends on the bread. Some breads can pretty much save save it like all the way, but oh yeah, some breads right. are like yeah. I mean, like if like if you're having like white bread like out of a you Oh, know, yeah, that no, I
2: don't yeah. I've never had I don't have much white bread. My I, my so. deal is that I never <laughs> want to taste the
0: butter by itself. And if, if no. I can do that, then, like, if I can bite into a chunk of bread, but my tongue lands on just a glob of butter instead, then I, like, <laughs> consider that a mission failure. Gotta restart.
1: Yeah. Th- those breads with, like, the, like, a couple, like, air pockets inside, and you scrape across the butter on the top, um, and one of them one of them gets, like, dug into the thing, and it's, like, a little... It's like a vein of butter. Yeah, is and, in there, and <laughs> you,
0: you end up getting to that part, and it's just like <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm eating a slab of butter for a bit. Well,
2: uh, cream cheese is also like mm. I, I I will slather that on. Yeah, in the, yeah, in yeah, The lards. Yeah. You know? I'm I'm, yeah.
0: I'm all about cream cheese. I mean, yeah, butter I, butter is a fragile alliance with me. Cream cheese, though, we <laughs> good. <laughs> Tempted <laughs> to just put this whole conversation post outro music. <laughs> yes, yes, please <at>
3: yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>